Alright folks, welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. I'm very appreciative of you tuning in. It is a blessing. Once again, if you haven't, visit TrueResults303.com, sign up for the newsletter, click on that free gifts button. We have a couple free gifts there for you, one on setting goals, nutrition, supplementation, exercise, warm-ups. And if you haven't as well, go to YouTube and look up True Results 303. Of course, I have motivational videos that cover some of these topics, but I also have videos that show you how to perform exercises, exercise routines, some videos of me in the kitchen, and of course, videos that are specifically just for one topic versus all three. As you know, in these podcasts, we do go mind, body, and spirit, but on the YouTube channel, I break them down, so there might be something new that is mentioned that I might have forgot here, hopefully not, but it's always a possibility. So the, the second podcast, episode two, was about motivation, how to find it, and how to stay motivated, and so this being episode three, we're going to talk about getting started on this journey, right? This self-improvement journey. How do you get started? What are the first steps that you can take? And of course, we know it's got to be, we got to make it simple, right? We always try to complicate things and make it more difficult than it is, when in reality, it's very simple. It's like they say, it's very simple, it's just not easy, right? That's the difficult thing. It's simple, but it's not easy. So we've got to be able to find and create a plan that is going to be suitable for you and your lifestyle. So I'm going to hopefully bring up some ideas that are going to help you on this journey. And of course, we're going to start with exercise first. It is mind, body, spirit, but we're going to go body, mind, spirit. So body. Now we all know we want to get in the gym, right? But for some people, that's just too much. It just depends on your personality. You know, if you're a very competitive person, I feel you probably have a better chance of just jumping in full steam ahead. Uh, but for some people, that is not possible. For me, on my journey, when I first started, I was 210 pounds, as some of you might know. Uh, sorry, 210. I messed up the last time I said it too. 220. I went to 170 in six months. I was working out six days a week, running one to three miles a day. Plus, I was playing hockey, and I was doing landscaping, right? So I had a lot of physical activity going, and it gave me the ability to lose 50 pounds in six months, which is is doable, but for some people that is just not compatible with your schedule. So what can you do? So like I said, we need to start simply. I don't even know if that's a good word. You know, we just need to start. Um, we just got to start one step at a time, and that's going to be something very simple as going for walks. Go for a walk around your neighborhood. That doesn't take any money. You don't have to drive anywhere. You probably have a dog. You probably, you know, you might have a dog. You might have a child. You can take your child for a walk around the, the block. Your dog. 
If you have a child who is old enough to play sports, that's even better. Just get outside and play with them. You know, instead of watching TV, play with them. A great thing about my mother when I was growing up is she, you know, on that side of the family, they're all basketball oriented. That was the main sport of my mother's side of the family. My mother was the coach of the varsity team for her basketball, uh, for her high school. And of course, it was just a small 2A school, but she was still the captain. I think I said coach. Sorry. She was the captain of her team. So one great thing was, is, you know, for a couple of years there, my mother was very active. She ran a lot, uh, but we would have basketball tournaments where it would be myself and a couple of the other young men in the neighborhood and we'd play a basketball, you know, we have a little basketball tournament. Who could win? My mother would come out there and to tell you the truth, she would beat us down, you know. Of course, we were only in fifth or sixth grade, maybe seventh, you know. But she would come out with us, play basketball, and you know how it is nowadays. It's like the jump shot's king. Can you shoot? And her being older, of course, she came from that era where it's drive the hoop, you know, pound inside. So she she would usually win those tournaments, but it was just a way for her to get active, and that's a way for you to get active as well. Get involved with your children outside. Those are very simple things. Like I said, if you're new to it, I have a couple videos right now where you don't even need equipment, and it's kind of just a little hit circuit, high interval training, high intensity interval training. You know, or if you just have a bench. You can do great things at home with these. You can go ahead and purchase resistance bands. And you can get a great workout with resistance bands. You don't always need the gym. One of my most successful clients was a state patrol police officer here in Colorado. And he was stationed in the mountains at the time. So I would train him once a week. And then I actually wrote an entire exercise program where I told him I just need you to purchase bands, a set of dumbbells, whatever it is. And I need you to perform this three to four days a week. And he saw great results. You know, of course, once he came back and he got in town when he got his promotion and he was able to come back in town... He started going to the gym more because, of course, yes, there's more weight. You can challenge yourself more, but you can get a great workout at home. So you don't need the gym membership. Those are two of the easiest things you can do. You know, if you have a bicycle, get your bicycle out. Rollerblades. Just running. So simple things that you can do. Start stretching. You can just start stretching at home. Stretching is very valuable. If you're going to be engaging in physical activity and you're already sore and you you already feel stiff you got to realize that exercising is just going to increase that so stretching is another great way that you can incorporate activity some form of activity into your daily life so those are very simple things you can do you know i've been thinking about, i'm going to make a youtube video about it it could be something as simple as during a commercial how many push-ups can you do during that commercial? If you're watching TV, the next commercial, how many body weight squats can you do during that next commercial? The next commercial, how many crunches can you do? The next commercial, if you've got a flight of stairs, I have a flight of stairs here, how many times can you go up and down those stairs during that commercial? Simple. What a com what's an entire commercial break last what? 1 to 2 minutes? And you can get a great workout and you know, it's getting you involved and getting you moving. 
And once again, you can start once a day. You don't have to go in all the way like I did six days a week. You will get burned out. I got burned out after that six, seven, eight months, and then I fell off a little bit. But very simple ways. Be creative. What can you do? Right? These are just brainstorm. To tell you the truth right now, if you're, you know, if you're not driving in your car, if you're just sitting at home listening to this, take some notes down. Pause this for two minutes and come up with a simple little game plan, just even little notes on what you can do starting today that's going to get you physically active. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Other simple things are taking the stairs at work, parking as far away from the the front door of the grocery store as you can. Walk to the mailbox if you have a community mailbox instead of just parking the car there. Right? These are all small steps that you can take that's going to get you physically active. These are great things you can do. Okay? So, next, I'm going to leave it there. Like I said, go ahead, pause this, take a few minutes to come up with some notes and a little mini plan of attack that is going to get you up and moving. So next we're going to go nutrition. We all know nutrition is key. You're always going to lose weight just by eating correctly. Exercise has great benefits. So to me, it's not just eating healthy. You've got to have all of it. That's why it's mind, body, and spirit. But eating healthy, there's a lot of people that don't like vegetables. You know, I don't understand it. They'll eat a salad, but they won't have salad on their tacos. Or they they don't like salads, but they don't mind lettuce on their hamburgers and tacos, right? To me, that doesn't make any sense. But it's experimenting. You've got to experiment in some way, shape, or form. I had a co-worker who said, I cannot eat vegetables. He'll Everywhere he goes, there's no lettuce. He'll get a, he'll get a taco from Taco Bell with nothing but the meat in it. Nothing else, right? And But he said, for some reason, I can eat canned vegetables. He said, I grew up eating canned vegetables, so I can eat canned vegetables. If that's what it comes down to, eat canned vegetables. You know, yes, they say there's BPA in the lining of the cans and whatever, you know, other craziness they want to come up with. But if that's the only way you can consume vegetables, then do it. Then do it. I don't really care. The... The main objective is just to make sure that we are incorporating them in some way, somehow. And why? Why? Because they're going to fill you up and they are very low calorie. You know, that's a win-win. You're going to be full and they're low calorie. And they have fiber and they have vitamins and minerals and they have all these other great qualities. But for now, it's just trying to curb the appetite. So we need to make sure that we are getting vegetables in. Vegetables are always going to be our main source. A lot of people want to go straight for fruit just because, of course, it tastes better. Unfortunately, it's a higher calorie. And then if we're overweight, it has carbs in it. So, you know, if you're overweight, you're close to being diabetic or or something like that, we don't want to be introducing more carbs into the diet. So I'm always going to say no for fruit, especially if you're overweight. We're already consuming so many carbs in our diet The last thing you need to do is add more carbs, right? So there's something simple you can do. There's the big trend that's going around or has always been around. You know, I don't know. 
Uh, but Meatless Monday. Try going one day without meat. That's something that's going to lower your calorie intake. Especially when a lot of people are purchasing, if you're, if you're doing hamburgers, they always purchase the 80-20 hamburger, right? Which is a, a fattier meat, which of course is going to have more calories in it. Because if you don't know this, one gram of protein has four calories. One gram of carbohydrate has four calories. And one gram of fat has nine. So it's double, a little over double. So if we're eating fat, it's going to be more calorie dense. So we need to be careful on that. So even if it's something as simple as you don't want to give up meat, going with the higher quality hamburger, 90-10, whatever it is. And it's not because fat's bad. It's just because we're trying to reduce our calorie intake. Fat is very healthy for us. Don't get that twisted. Fat is healthy. No matter what they try to tell you, fat is healthy, especially for men. I think I might have discussed this now that I'm thinking about it in the last one. So very simple. What other things can you do? Right? Start drinking water. Stop drinking calorie-dense liquids. I think I've heard somewhere the average consumption of soda in the United States, if someone was just to quit drinking soda completely... They would lose 5 to 10 pounds in one year just by not drinking soda. So stick with water, tea, coffee, something along those lines. I'm not worried about the caffeine. If you're caffeine sensitive, then of course coffee's not going to be ideal. You're going to want to stick with just water and, you know, I guess they have decaf. So go with decaf. I'll say go diet sodas. Diet, I'm, I drink them you know, every once in a while. Recently, I have not because it's really started to mess with my digestive system. And I've, I've started getting cramps. I've started getting bloating, lethargic when I drink diet soda, which for me is only once a week, if that. You know, when I volunteer for the bingo with the church, that's when it first happened to me about three weeks ago. And then, of course, my family, my grandma and grandpa, they drink diet soda. And, of course, it's, it's zero calorie, but we've got to understand... And this is getting a little more in depth, but the body thinks it's no calorie, but it still has a hormonal effect on us because the body, you know, the taste sense, it senses sweetness. And so it research is showing that now it's going to be producing insulin and shooting it into the bloodstream. And then all of a sudden now there's no sugar in the bloodstream. So now you've just got insulin in your body. So it's almost like you, you know, when it comes down to it, it's almost your body considers you just drank a sugary drink. Now, of course, you're not getting the calorie, but it's still going to have a negative impact on your health. But at the beginning, we do what we got to do. It's small steps, right? So maybe it's just eating a salad with one meal. Maybe it's just looking at your eating over a week-long period. Once again, journaling is always going to be important. Just so you can see what you're doing. Because one little Hershey kiss at work, you know, here and there, is going to add up. So food journal, maybe it could just be saying, hey, we're not going to go out to eat. We're only going to go out to eat once or twice. You might be someone that goes out to eat every day. 
Maybe you're just going to say, I'm not going to, I'm just going to start taking my lunch to work. Something that simple. If you eat out for lunch every day, I'm going to start taking my lunch to work. Small steps is what's going to ensure your success. I know we all want to go in head first, like I said, and take the biggest leap possible. But unfortunately, sometimes that's what is going to be our downfall. And we want long-term success. So you need to be able to just come up with small little steps that are going to help you. You know, if you're throwing parties, instead of getting chips, this is what I'll say. Instead of chips, definitely go fruit. So start doing fruit instead. I think it was this year. I don't think it was Easter. It was uh, something happened. We were at my grandparents. And for some reason, everyone decided that we were just going to have fruit and uh, something else. I can't remember. But it wasn't normal. We usually do uh, Mexican food. My my mother's side's Hispanic. Uh, But this time we just did mixed, you know, fruit and I can't remember. Something else. And it was nice. You know, it was one of the first times I went there and I didn't feel lethargic and bloated and And I didn't gorge on food and it was a great idea. So maybe it could be something as simple as you're taking healthier foods, healthier dishes to family functions. You can be the person that, hey, you normally bring chips. Chips say you're going to bring the veggie tray. You're going to bring the fruit tray. Something along those lines, right? Maybe start having healthier foods. Like fajitas or kebabs, shish kebabs, something like that. Starting to eat something like that. And then, of course, you know, you can eat the sour cream and the guacamole. Just be careful. Those are mainly high in fat, so they're going to be calorie dense. So we've just got we just got to make sure that we are watching our serving sizes. For me, you can try something as simple as not eating breakfast. Now, I know that sounds weird, right? You're hearing it right now like, what? Don't eat breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. You know what? Don't eat breakfast. The only reason that I ever tell people to eat breakfast in the morning before they leave the house is just because most likely if they don't, you're going to be hungry by the time you get to work and then all that's there are donuts from the co-workers, cookies in the vending machine, chips in the vending machine, and then you're going to make a horrible food decision. Breakfast is just breaking the fast. It doesn't matter when you eat it. It just matters what you eat for your first meal of the day. So if you're skipping breakfast just to go to the, you know, go to the office and eat donuts and cookies, then by all means, please eat at home. Make you a nice omelet, eat something healthy, and then go. And then of course, your next struggle is going to be to not eat the donuts and not eat the cookies and the chips when you get to work. So simple so you know for me like i said breakfast is just whatever the first meal you eat is breakfast i don't care if you don't want to eat till lunch that's fine just make sure it's a quality meal and it's quality foods you know the best diet is just one of the guys what's his name sean crookston something like that i can't i haven't listened to his podcast in a long time i think that's it but his saying is jerf G-E-R-F, just eat real food. That's the the key to success. That's the greatest diet that we could ever have. As long as it's real food and not man-made, we're on the right path. So, there you go, simple steps. And of course, if you're the adult, you've got children, this is a great learning experience. You're able to teach them how to eat properly. 
the, the younger we can instill these lifestyle changes into the younger generation, the more successful they're going to be in life. Physical activity, right? That was number one. Going outside and playing with them. Not only are you getting them out of the house if they don't even like to play, kind of get them out there. Um, you're teaching them, you know, that health is important. You're teaching them how to eat healthy. And the younger, the better. The younger, the better. Right? So get as many family members involved. You know, you're, you've decided you're going to be the leader, so lead. Not it's just, I'm going to eat this, you guys can still eat that way. No, you're a leader, right? That's why you're here. I'm trying to lead. Once again, thank you for tuning in. But it's time for you to step up and be the leader. And there's no such thing as ever being too young to eat, excuse me, to eat healthy and be healthy. I'm sorry. You know, it's like they say, obesity and being overweight is an epidemic here in the States and even our children. I think it's something like 30%, 33% of our children are overweight, if not obese. So this is something that we need to handle and we need to take control of right now and it starts in the home. It starts with you, the parent. So once again, congratulations for accepting this mission and taking control. That's Awesome. Congratulations. Next, last but not least, spiritually. Once again, I'm Christian. I'm a Catholic Christian. So I'm going to take it from that point of view. But once again, whatever your religion, whatever your beliefs, do what you need to do. All right? These tips are still going to help. They're still going to be very valuable to you. And you just got to tweak them to work with you. So for me, what can it be? It can be something as simple as praying or meditating. If you're not a prayer, you know, if you don't like to pray to God with Jesus, whatever, you meditate, just sit in silence. Sit on your couch, grab your coffee in the morning, and just sit there. And if I'm if I'm quiet, I can hear it. Hear that noise? Sorry, it snowed the other day, so that's water coming down the gutter on the house. So hopefully that's not bothering any of you. It probably is now that I mentioned it. I apologize. (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. Um, But yes, just praying five minutes a day, being quiet, anything like that. That's going to help. All right. Actually, I missed one, but I'm going to stick with this one because the food, nutrition went with the, the body. Um, next is going to be just reading the Bible for two pages, something along those lines. I have a book right here in front of me. My grandmother got me for Christmas. Uh, every, you know, if you're a Christian, you know, it's called Jesus is calling. It is one page a day. It's a small little book, one little prayer meditation a day for the entire year with some Bible readings that you can do. Go ahead and grab that. If you're Catholic, if you're not Catholic even, even if you're non-dominational Christian, Protestant, whatever it is, there's some great apps out there for daily readings. Every Catholic in the world reads the exact same readings every day for the church. We have mass every day as well. We have church every day. And so you can get, I have, the app I have is Laudate, I think it is, L-A-U-D-A-T-E, or it might be L-U-A-D-A-T-E, either way. Download that from the App Store. You can go to Daily Readings. It'll give you, you can finish it in less than three minutes probably, less than four minutes. And that one has some great, you know, some other great tools on it of, you know, office readings, 
a lot of other great things once you explore the app. If not, there's the Living with Christ app. You know, just kind of type in even if you want on Google Play or I would assume the iPhone store. I don't know what that's called. I don't have an iPhone. But, you know, just type in Catholic daily readings or something. You know, do the same thing with Buddhist daily readings. I'm sure it's there. Hindu daily readings. I'm sure you can find something. Spiritual daily readings. I'm sure you can find something. All right. So quick, simple tips that you can get to increase your spiritual life. You know, for me, like I said, it's silence. If you're usually drive to work with the radio on, try to sit in silence as much as you can. I had a client that I, I challenged her to do that. And she said the first day I lasted about five minutes and it was difficult. She said by the third day, it was very calming and relaxing. Just driving with the radio off and no sound. So that would be another challenge I would give you. Just to sit in your car, no radio, no nothing, and see how long you can go without any radio. And just sit in silence. You know, something as simple as maybe play chess. If you're not a big, you know, or any type of board game. That's going to, or sorry, I was on, that got me off. I was thinking I was on mind. I'm still on a. Spiritual, sorry, I got off topic there. Since I was, to me, that's a calming thing as well. Um, but yeah, very simple. Whatever you need to do, it's always going to be just sit in peace. Just sit in quietness is usually going to be the greatest thing that you can do for yourself on that spiritual journey. If it's one minute, two minutes, three minutes, it doesn't matter, right? Could be something as simple as every time you wake up in the morning, thank you, God, I'm alive. So, now we'll go on to the mental. Now it's the last but not least, the, the mental. What can you do? This around say, play chess. I've always played chess. I stopped playing for a long time. My father bought me a chess computer when I was, shoot, I think 12, 11, something like that. When he came back from the army from Germany, so 12, 13, something like that, he bought me a chess computer, and I would play chess a lot. I don't much now. But since I have a chess computer, you know, play a game. Download some type of mental game. Not these Candy Crush. I mean, I guess that's, I haven't, I don't have games on my phone, so I don't know what the games are. But if it's something mental, a mental game, a crossword puzzle, a word search, those things are great. Start implementing those to stimulate your mind a little bit, right? Listen to a podcast. You're already here, so you're doing great. You're doing great. It could be something as simple as when you're in the car, listen to talk radio. You know, my cousin said he needed to start listening to talk radio because when he goes out and has dinner with his boss on Fridays, they'd always go out. He's like, man, they sit there and talk about politics and I don't know anything about politics because I just listen to music. And And he did the same thing that my client did when I told her to sit in silence, he did the exact same thing when listening to talk radio. He's like, I tried because it's just the same thing over and over again. I think he said he lasted probably, you know, an hour or so, but he's like, it's the same thing over and over again, over and over again, over and over again, just a different person. And this is what I I mentioned it in my ebook. It's not out yet. And I think I've mentioned it in other videos before. The keys to success are usually the same things. Right? It's usually the same seven things, whatever, the same ten things, the same five things, whatever you know, whatever magic number someone wants to put on the cover of their book. 
It's always going to be the same things, but it's just what person connects with you the most. So, you know, I've probably read 20 to 30 self-help books in the last year or two. And probably two. In the last two years. And they're all usually the same thing, but it's just the way that that author is able to express himself. Same thing with this podcast. The way I'm able to express myself might touch you, might help your friend, might help the next person, right? It's finding the person that is able to connect with you and listening to that person. That's why I say if you know someone that's going to connect with this, please Share this channel with them. Let them know that this podcast is out there, the YouTube channel's out there, the website's out there. And let them know if I'm someone that they can connect with. Because that's what being a leader is about, once again. Helping those around you, helping yourself. Not only doing things for your good, but for the good of everybody, right? That's what it's about. Like in episode, the first, the first, or this is episode three, so... Um, you know, but just like in the last episode where it was, you know, it's it's the right thing to do. That's why we do these things because it's the right thing to do. So next, like I said, the talk radio, it, it's struggle. It took me forever. My last boss, I'd get, in the, I'd get in the work truck and he would, that's all he listened to. And to tell you the truth, I'd fall asleep within 30 seconds. And that's probably an exaggeration, but within five, 10 minutes, I'd be asleep and he'd be yelling at me. You know, and it got to the point to where I forced myself to listen to it at home. If I were or on the way to way home from work, when I got home, I would put on AM radio. You know, I kind of fell in love with talk radio first, then eased my way into political radio, and now I listen to Catholic radio and podcasts. So it's just finding what's going to spark your interest and just not being afraid to experiment with something out there. And that's what I'm going to get into with reading. It's just trying to read something. I don't care if it's a magazine. Like I said, I don't care if it's the the Bible book that I was telling you about, the, the Jesus Calling, where it's just one simple page. Read something. And then if you really want to expand your mind, it's about getting out of your comfort zone. For me, I like to read more factual books, right? I don't... I'm not a big fantasy guy, um, but I've been trying to dive more into poetry just because that's not, you know, I'm not a creative person, so I'm trying to get into that. Uh, but if you really want to expand your mind and do something, you know, eventually, hopefully, I'm going to start reading more books on Buddhism and Hinduism and things like that. Right now, I've only read, I think, one or two books on Buddhism, none on any other religion, but I want to be able to expand my mind in those areas as well. So it's just getting out of your comfort zone in that sense. It could be something as simple as playing card games with your children. Once again, it's getting everyone involved, right? The memory. I remember I used to play that with my mom. Where you you know you flip the cards over, you find two pairs, you get enough, you flip them over, and then it's how fast can you find all the pairs? It, you know, something that simple is going to have a great effect not only on your mental ability but on your children as well. It's going to be a great thing. Same with the prayer. I'll go back. I didn't say anything. Get your children involved. You know, pray with them. Tell, Ask them to sit in quiet with you. We all know kids can't sit in quiet anyways. They're, you know, they're running around. They're out of control. They're screaming. They're yelling. Get them to sit in quiet and just relax. And if they talk, hey, they talk. It doesn't matter, right? It's just the, 
It's the thought that counts. The two of you are, the, are there together. You're bonding. It's a great experience. Same thing when it comes to, to this. Invite your children with all. It could be something as simple as reading books to your children. You know? It could be something as simple as talking to your children instead of, you know, here at here, I'm sure it's at every Chili's. Now they have the freaking tablets right there on the table. And you pay 99 cents or whatever for unlimited games and the kids can just play games. Take the games away. Do the crossword puzzles with them. Something. Let's get the kids involved. Let's get them out of, off of the screens. None of that stuff. So, once again, like I said, don't just turn this episode off when I'm done. Or, you know, yeah, when I'm done and you're done and go and do something else. Take some time. Sit. Think. Take some notes. What can you do? Mind, body, spirit right now. What can you do exercise-wise? Right? What can you do nutritionally to improve your life? What can you do spiritually to improve your life? You know, now that I said that again, there's things such thing as walking meditation. Do walking meditation. You're not, you know, killing two birds with one stone. You're walking and you're meditating at the same time. Walking meditation. Walking prayer. If you're a Catholic, you like to pray the rosary, walk and pray the rosary. Walk and pray the rosary while drinking a veggie shake. There you go. Killing three birds with one stone. Right? So like I said, just don't turn this off and turn on the next episode or flip to your next podcast or turn on the TV. Take some time to let it soak in. Brainstorm. Write these things down and build a little mini game plan that you can follow starting right now, starting tomorrow morning, starting this afternoon, whatever time it is that you're watching this, that's going to give you the ability to take that next step because that's what it's about, taking that next step. All right? So, like I said, don't forget to go to the website, trueresults303.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out those free gifts. All the YouTube videos are there as well. So check out the YouTube videos. The share and like button are there for Facebook and Twitter. Hit share and like. Don't forget to, you know, if you're on the YouTube page, subscribe to the channel. Comment in the comment box. Let me know what's going on in your life. This is a community. We need to be able to communicate. There's all, you know, so if you're right now, if you're going to leave a comment in the box, uh, on the, in the comment box on my YouTube videos, I'm usually going to answer. There's not too many people doing that right now. My station, I want to say is fairly new, even though it's a year and a half old, two years almost. It's new in the sense of, you know, I only have 400 videos where a lot of these other big time YouTube channels out there have two, three, four, five thousand. So in that sense, I'm new. I try. I put out one every single day, but still, uh, you know. So I guess if you want to say I'm putting one out every single day, I'm only at, you know, a little over a year. But and once again, you can also just click. There's a little email button up there, and you can email me directly with your questions, with any comments, concerns, any topics that you might want want me to discuss. We can go with that as well. Okay? So like I said, do all those things. Tell a friend. Write all this stuff down. Brainstorm your game plan. 
and let's make things happen. So once again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.